louder so that we can hear. X-Men, X-Men, we're gonna see X-Men. It's right. totally not the theme song. It is the theme song. Is it? it is. It, is. Is the it was done by Madonna. That would be fantastic. It's the new franchise. They're, they decided to take that from James Bond. Oh, fantastic. You literally die another day. Yeah, yeah, I know the day, except it's next Right, with a totally different tune and all that, but except for that, it is the same thing. I am so yeah. confused. <laughs> all right, so welcome to the uh, Rewatchman React. Uh, this is our third movie. Yeah. Now, third superhero movie. We, we have, have a running, a running. Uh, we have a theme. Theme, yes. We, we need to get a non-superhero movie in here, but today we are doing X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> Um, Exciting, right? Right. I know nothing about this series. Have you X-Men. seen Have you seen the other X Men movies? Yes, yes. The X Men movies I have seen. Okay, but I know nothing of. Sorry, I know nothing of the source material. I don't. Ah, uh, the comics. You don't happens. know the You don't know the comics. No, not at all. Which I, from what I gathered, it's not that big of a deal that I don't know because it seems like it's much like any other movie adaptation of a comic storyline. It's kind of similar. Yeah, but it's not like, like, uh, if I had known the comic, I would have no, I like, like, there'd be no reason to see the movie. Like, it's not that. Well, they right? they, they need to make it friendly for people who haven't read the comics. So me, yeah, because <laughs> I have never read any of the X Men comics. So I'm that guy. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about X Men movie history. There's this is the sixth one, seventh one, seventh one. Seven. Wow, there's right? seven of these things. No, six. This is the sixth one. That's right, because the three there's normal three... X-Men movies, then First Class, yep. uh, Days of Future Past, and now this one's so six. Let's... Still, there's six X-Men movies. Wait, which which one would you rate as your favorite? I really enjoyed First Class. I did too. I really liked First Class. I, I like the second of the original three X-Men movies, mm-hmm. because I enjoyed like Nightcrawler, and I enjoyed, I kind of, they kind of had like, oh, we did... This first one, mm-hmm. and well, we can make it better now because we also now have more of a budget and blah 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 and all that other stuff. But like, I I really enjoyed First Class just all around. I thought First Class was a great expert. That's probably my favorite. That is my favorite. I I, I agree. And uh, Matthew Vaughn directed that one. Okay. And then he did um, uh, the. Uh, the one with uh, the gentleman one with Kingsman, uh, Kingsman thank you okay. I, 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 I was in my head that. but I didn't know if that was what you were talking he about he decided to do Kingsman and then they decided to go another they decided to bring back Brian Singer for the director uh, of of Days of Future Past which I will say was one of the more disappointing X- I mean X-Men 3 is the worst X-Men 3 is the absolute worst and by the way just a, a quick plug uh, uh, Rewatchmen, uh, TC, and Ben just did a show on X Men Three. Really? Um, so listen to that one. They rewatched it actually. I enjoy that I'm on this podcast. Didn't know they did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, not, not that podcast episode. Right. The general. This is why you're still an intern. Yeah, because I don't care. Right. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but I, I, I have to say, in my opinion, Days of Future Past was the most disappointing to me out of all of them really? it was big and all that but so the source material had kitty pride going back oh yeah, yeah so they had an opportunity to make a female centric x-men movie and not have the female be mystique but they made it be 
They made it be Wolverine. They made it be a Wolverine movie. Yep. Wait. So I mean, really, except for except for First Class, pretty much every movie in the franchise has been Wolverine and the X Men. Yeah. That's what I feel anyway. Because it wasn't for Wolverine, nothing would have happened in any of the franchise movies except for again First Class. That's why I think I like it the best, most because it's the one that's not a Wolverine movie. Right. It's really the only one that is not a Wolverine movie right. when you think about it, isn't it? Huh. So, well, and here's here's an interesting twist, too. So, um, so let, let, let's expand the universe a little bit. So, all everything in the X-Men universe. Because mm-hmm. now we have, we have two Wolverine movies. Right. A uh, third one coming. Yep. Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan. And Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Deadpool is in the X-Men franchise. That which, is true. Which, in my opinion, would be the best then. Oh, yeah. Of all of them. If we expand it outside of the X-Men, the movies that the title X-Men is in the title, or the word X-Men is in the title, if you expand it out of that to include Wolverine and Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool's the best of all of them. Hands down, Deadpool's the best of all of them. (laughs) All right. So, we're going to the movie. We're driving there right now. Uh, Scale of 1 to 10. What do you feel, after the movie... What do you feel you're going to rate the movie as? After the movie? After the movie. After you watch the movie. So, I will actually... I'll, I'll say it's probably going to be about like a 7 or an 8. Mostly because I am coming off of Days of Future Past. I enjoyed Days of Future Past, but I have not read the source material. Because your comment referred to the fact that like it wasn't... It, it wasn't... It was a missed opportunity because the source material was this. Yeah. And they didn't do that. Yep. I... I didn't. I knew of it. Like, I knew of the Days of Future Past comic story-like arc, but I, I have still never read it. So, going into it as, well, it's an X-Men movie, well, it's still not as good as First Class, but I didn't hate it. It's still a hell of a lot better than three. Oh, absolutely. You know? So, like, I'm going into this going, like, okay, well, I still enjoyed the last one. Yeah, it was a little crazy and convoluted in spots, but it's a comic book movie, and that's exactly what I expect now because of movies like Batman and uh, but like it's it's I, I, I think I think I will still enjoy this I will say I will say a, a nice uh, nice seven nice like a seven. nice um, confident possible okay. seven okay I am going to say that this is not going to be Captain America level okay nor is it going to be as bad as Batman Superman. It's going to be somewhere. So it's going to be like a five. All right. Well, I mean, if you're comparing it to the movies we've done. I'm just saying it's going to be a five. All right. It's going to fall in between them, in my opinion. I mean, a six or seven or eight for you would fall in between them as well. True. Because yours may be a little bit higher. Um, we got to get like a consistent scale. We, we do. <laughs> we do. All right. So here's the other thing I want to say. Um... In my opinion, there is no reason to watch X-Men 3 anymore. I know on the Rewatchmen, both TC and Ben argued that it is still a valid movie to watch because then it makes you appreciate the end of Days of Future Past more, where Wolverine's there and he everyone is alive and happy and all that. True. If you don't see 3, that ending is kind of confusing at that point. Well... Because then it's just like, well, I mean, I guess you could be like, well, no, everybody's alive. Everyone's alive and everyone's back. Yeah, everything's back to how he remembered it. He still lived in that crappy, crappy future. Right. Where he was one of the five mutants left. So, So um... You could could argue that that is... Yes. That's the ending that he is happy about. Absolutely. 
So All there, right. there is no reason, scientifically proven now, TC, uh, that you do not need to watch X-Men 3 ever again, nor did, the first Wolverine movie. Did you become a doctor? Yes. Did you become an X-Men doctor? Dr. McCoy. Are you a professor? Dr. McCoy. Mm, professor Chris? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. You're not bald. No. And well, you don't have a wheelchair. Right. So yet. You're, you're almost there. I'm you're, first you're, class. You're first class. Again. First class. Got yep. it. You do have long, flowing hair. Yep, I do. <laughs> I do, and I have the smooth voice of James McAvoy. Oh, God, I wish I had that voice. So, I do not. Anyway, so I think we've learned a lot here today. We've learned that X-Men 3 does not need to be watched anymore. Neither do either of the Wolverine movies for that matter. I still have never seen either one of them. They're not worth watching. All right, good to know. They're, they're both... <laughs> Moving on with those series. <laughs> No, I want to see the old man. I want to see the old I, Logan I, one. I, I, I want to. I want to learn more about old man Logan because I want to know who else is going to be in there. Because wasn't it Sabretooth? Not Sabretooth. Yeah. No. No. Well, Sabretooth. So old man Logan in the comic, the villains won, and they split up the United States. Ah, okay. Uh, Wolverine is one of the few good guys that survived. And he's living on a farm now. Um, Hulk, seeing that, well, looks like the bad guys are going to win switch sides. Okay. So he's now a bad guy. So anyways, well, like you have Hulk, Hawkeye, you have Red Skull, you have Doctor Doom, you have Spider-Man references, you know, so, so basically you, you don't have, like, a clean X-Men movie. How much of that is going to be able to be in the movie? Exactly. So that's what, uh, I'm, that's okay. what I'm interested in seeing. Like, I gotcha. is the Hulk role, because there's been long rumors that Marvel is on the is on the edge of getting Fantastic Four back. All right. Which, to me, would, would be okay. What's great for Marvel is that they have a bunch of new uh, bad guys that they can mix in with Doc Doom and um, Galactus, plus you have Silver Surfer that comes along with it, and the Skrulls. Yeah. So so it opens things up for them, and Fantastic Four, screw them. Yeah, I but, don't care about the I don't care about the Fantastic Four. I don't mind, I like the villains. Bring all the villains in. Right. That'd be awesome. But now maybe, maybe they are thinking, well the thing could replace the Hulk. Like the thing oh. kinda like he's the one who is kind of crazy now in the head and sees that the villains are winning, so he says, you know what? I'm gonna join them. Sorry, Reed, you made me this way. But would they be able to put that into the X-Men movie? Because X-Men's still Fox. So is, but so is, right now, so is Fantastic Four. Okay. And maybe Fox is just like, well, I'll just hold on to him for this oh, movie, I and then we'll let you have let him go. Okay, I thought you said they were going to give him away, and yeah. then watch him. Okay, never mind. So we'll, gotcha. we'll see. We'll, gotcha. we'll see. I mean, I have no idea. That's pure speculation. Um, interesting speculation. Because, yeah, it would be interesting. So anyway, yes, I am excited to see that. But the other two Wolverine movies... So, so the first one might be the worst movie in the entire franchise. Wolverine? Wolverine, yeah. Oh, my goodness, that one. The worst well, I'm, or, I'm sorry. Origins. I, I did see that one, yeah. Because that's the one with Horrible Deadpool. Never mind. Yes. I saw that in theaters. That might be the worst movie Ugh. in the franchise. It's just like... I, it, every, uh, I, I'm... Like the, the, you didn't look at the source material. Whoever wrote it didn't look at the source material at all. Just said, "Oh, well, that's cool. We'll make him do this instead." At the time I saw that movie, I again, I still have never read any of the X Men X Men comics. Like I've read a couple of the Wolverine ones, and I've read Deadpool, obviously. At the time, hadn't read any of it, 
And I still walked out of the theater going, that's not Deadpool, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I even knew at that point in my, in, my, in my comic knowledge that that's not Deadpool. That's not what I see Deadpool being. But I'm like, All That's right. not my Deadpool. <laughs> but still Ryan Reynolds, and it makes my head hurt so much. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, don't, you know, so again... There's three X-Men movies in the in the in the world that are not you never ever have to view again. X-Men three. I love that the list Wolverine and the Wolverine. Yeah, X-Men Origins Wolverine and then the Wolverine. Never need to watch us. Naming convention of these movies. Hollywood, please stop it. I hate it so much. Fast and Furious, Fast Five, whatever. Make up your mind about the numbering system. Reference. I'm better. So all right, well, on that note, we are coming up to the theater yes um, any other last word you want to give before seeing this movie hopefully it's not an apocalypse and I come out happy I am that's just, more than just a word sorry I I think I will leave this movie whelmed just whelmed I not will, over not under just correct, whelmed just whelmed what does being whelmed feel like eh, it's like meh alright so I get you alright well, we will catch you all after the movie. Um, just This will be the first warning. We'll, I'll try to remember to do this after the movie as well. The post-show will have tons and tons and tons of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet and you want to see X-Men, do not listen to the next half until you do. And then come back and listen. And then comment. And like us. And share. And all that. So many notes. All right. <laughs> talking just a second reminder i know listening to this this was like three seconds ago i said this but spoilers galore we are not gonna hold back because uh we can't so um first off the bat i would love just to say x-men 2 was a great film that we just watched this was i thought it was more like return of the jedi uh well everybody knows the third one sucks right that was a good joke, but in actuality, this was a lot like Return of the Jedi. If Magneto is Darth Vader, yes. Xavier is Luke Skywalker, always yes. going to him, I see some good in you, I yes. know there's good in you, I know there's good in you, and what does he do when it looks as bleak as point, he turns against the Emperor or Apocalypse. One and the same. Yeah, um... Are we going to get an X-Men movie where Magneto doesn't turn bad and then at the last second become a good guy again? Well, Is that again, ever going to happen? Again, now first class. First class. He yeah. was a Nazi hunter. True. 
who is never really bad. I don't think anyone consider, who is a Nazi hunter would be considered a bad person. No, no. Um, I don't agree with that. But, <laughs> you know, but at the end, he just kind of says, ah, we have different ways. I'm going this way. You go your way. Which, in all fairness, is how part one started. More, you know, more or less with, uh, oh, sorry, X-Men 1 started. Yeah. Um, with uh, Patrick or with uh, uh, Xavier and Magneto meeting in the Senate meeting, that yep. Senate hearing, and basically having that exact conversation. Yep. So yeah, well, that's a constant. It's a constant. Um, okay, so let's talk about what we what we liked about the movie. I'll, I'll start. Okay, you start. While he plays an important role and a very small role. I am so happy that this is not a standard Brian Singer Wolverine-centric film. Yes, I will agree with that as well. I mean, he's important in it, but... Like, briefly. Yeah, he's very <laughs> brief in it. <laughs> um, that's not a bad thing. No, you it's not I mean? a bad thing. It's, it was He was used appropriately, and he was gone. Yeah, he was in it more than he was in first class. Yep. Um, his last lines. Last last lines. <laughs> but at the same time, it's still remember. It's still memorable. But he he does actually further the plot as opposed to first class, where it was just oh, this is a, a joke. fun joke yeah. cameo, basically. Yep. Um. So what what is one thing that you liked? So I actually enjoyed <laughs> this. Is, this is this has nothing to do with the storyline. I enjoyed the pacing of it. It actually moved pretty damn well. It covers a lot of ground in a, in a very short amount of time, too. Now, now, maybe I went in a little tired. That could be. But I thought the first half was pretty boring. Okay. Like, it just, it just like, was not going anywhere. You heard about Apocalypse and his powers and things like that. But okay. you, you really didn't see much going on. It wasn't... It, well, you know, once he comes out into modern-day Cairo, he uses them. Yeah, once he does. But that's like three-quarters of the movie in. Oh, no. That is like a quarter of the movie in. Yeah, well... Hey, come on. Come on. Come on. That is not three-quarters. When he really starts using them. Well, yeah, because they're going to... Because he really doesn't have much. Really. He's... And, yeah. And I think, the, I think their big thing was they didn't want to, like over showcase his powers early and then when you get to that final fight it just be like alright well we know he's gonna make it through and you know or he's not gonna make it through or we know what he can do and we know what, we know what they can do to yeah. defeat him like cause I didn't know like obviously so he so he he's, he's gained powers from other mutants yep. over the years yep. but I like I don't know what his powers are and yeah I could see that like he, he all I'm like all I know is that he has the ability to push people into sand or into rocks or into walls. Into walls. He can he can like sandify people. That's all that I know he can do. Um, <laughs> Until the finale. I, I I think that this by far. And again, I just saw it, so I I, I can't really compare and watch every other X Men movie and compare it to. But this was by far the best Mystique character switcheroo. Oh yeah. When. She walked up as Psylocke. Because yep. I thought for sure that that was Psylocke. Yeah. I didn't even think about slashed it. Slashed Apocalypse's neck and then turned into Mystique. I'm like, that was great. That was a well done job. Because before that, you had the great little fight of, of Quicksilver beating up Apocalypse. Oh, yes. Briefly. Oh, yes. Because really, that was probably 10 seconds. 
Yeah. He's moving so fast and punching his own. So 10 seconds, it took Apocalypse to figure out how do I break this guy. And he broke him. And he broke him. He broke him. Literally. And physically. Um. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I will also say this. And I might be, maybe I'm misremembering, but this one feels like it's the most violent of the X-Men movies, too. Um, Not including the Wolverine movie. Don't don't include. But, like, it, it feels like the one that has the most... Maybe not necessarily blood, and I'm not just talking about the Wolverine scene. Yes. Just in general, it feels like it's... It is pretty... Yeah, there's a lot of beheadings. A lot of beheadings. A lot of beheadings. A lot of dismemberments. Yes. Little, like, just a lot of body parts are in this movie. And yep. parts meaning they're not attached to the people they once were attached to. Like, yes. literal body parts just everywhere. A lot of, lot of deaths. A lot of stuff through the neck. A lot of crap dealing with the neck area of people yeah and beheadings and stabbings and dismember yeah just really violent it was it was it was violent i mean not really violent because obviously yeah. it's not rated r but it's and it's not like deadpool violent by all means <laughs> right but it's just there's not bodies sloughing off the streets and no though i will also say this this one also feels funnier and i get this and I know this is this this might just be because I'm comparing it to Deadpool, and Deadpool's more in my recent memory. But there also seems to be more of those like like tension breaking jokes in this film that feel yeah. more like the Deadpool jokes. Though I know this movie was in production, obviously like Deadpool has only been out for a couple months. They couldn't have changed this movie, so this movie kind of already had that stuff in. Yep. I know they're not copying Deadpool. But it's the same studio, though. I mean, unlike DC or, you know, Marvel has it down. We'll talk about that in a second. So why does the X-Men franchise hate Angel? I don't know. They and absolutely X-Men hate 3, that. I know, I know Brian Singer did not do X-Men 3. Yep. So it's not him. But he was. He seemed like he was going to be an important character in that movie, and he was basically just a minor character. In this one... Again, he looks like he could be someone cool. He's turned into Archangel, mm-hmm. who's a cool character. He's all metal and all. Just and he's he's head. he's like the one besides Apocalypse apparently who dies. Yeah, <laughs> who gets killed. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah, because I guess you could you could have argued that well, you don't like you knew you knew Storm was gonna survive. Yep. You know that's gonna happen because yep, because she's Halle Berry in like ten more years in this timeline. She's just but, sad. <laughs> <laughs> but then like. But 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 when comparing it, like but the other ones, you're like, I don't know, Psylocke. They might kill Psylocke off. This doesn't have to keep with the comics. Like right. they don't have to do anything. They can just kill these characters. They could have killed. Well, they couldn't have killed Magneto, I guess either. So you really, when it came down to it, you knew Magneto and, and, and Storm were surviving, and there was just the other two that could or couldn't. But with Olivia Munn being cast as Psylocke. I feel like that's, she's a name. She's a name. Where the guy who was Angel is a who? Yeah. And is that a different actor? That's not like the same. Oh, yeah. That's right? not Ben Foster. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. But yeah. at the same time. He was Ben Foster. This was mentioned on the on the Rewatchman, which, again, you should listen to for X-Men 3 because it's a great one. But Ben Foster was wasted in X-Men 3. Like, his ability. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. That seems to usually be the case. Yeah. He was just wasted. Actors. Well, and with a lot of his roles, too, he's kind of wasted. Like, he needs to find some better roles. <laughs> he's um, our agent. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's just one of those things where Apocalypse is like the big, the big 
enemy of the X-Men. Like, he's the biggest bad guy for the X-Men world. Mm-hmm. Is Apocalypse. Whereas, like, in the Avengers world, it's Thanos. Yeah, he literally is sitting on a throne in one point of this film. He is. Looking very much so like Thanos. Well, <laughs> so he, here's here's what, what, what I had a problem with. This movie was two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel it gave Apocalypse justice. Because this is supposed to be the big bad guy. Right. Right? Like, you look at how the Avengers and how the Marvel MCU is handling Thanos... They introduced him a long time ago, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they gave snippets of him in other films. They're going to have two films based on where he's the bad guy right. in them. So they're building this guy up as the big bad guy. Apocalypse, you saw his history. He gets his four horsemen rather quickly. Yeah. And then it's, that's kind of it. And then, then it's yeah. like, oh, they're in Egypt. Let's go there. Yeah. So I, I just feel that this that they could have could have taken an, another approach. And would, it, would it have been better if they had pushed him into two movies? Do you think that would have? I think they could have developed some of the story. Like like there's tons of good stories around Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. They could have shown about some more of his powers and all that. Because I don't know. I mean, he has the power to regenerate. Yeah. And he wanted to go into Xavier. To control everybody. Right. Okay. So that's cool power too. But why not just make him a horseman? Like, because can't he kind of control the horseman? Doesn't he kind of like, like? You mean make you make make um, Xavier Xavier a horseman? Horseman, especially okay. after Angel's dead. That's true. You know, it's like I don't know. I I think I think they could have done done a lot more with that. I like I did like how Gene. And Cyclops were introduced. Yeah. I love that. I think that, um, I didn't know, because I know Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Who's Jean, right? Yep. Yep. And, like, in Game of Thrones, like, the first couple seasons, Sansa Stark, who she plays on that show, is kind of an annoying character, in my opinion. <laughs> and so I didn't know how she would do it. This season at Game of Thrones, she's finally a mature, and she's actually taking charge, and she's actually a cool character. All right. So it's kind of cool to see Sophie Turner as an actress kind of take on... Gene and, and, and become that again. Which I, by the way, did enjoy her performance as Gene. Yeah, I thought she that was, was good. Great. That was just very well done. Very well done. I mean, who knew that? You know, probably ninety uh, percent of this cast is British. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> yep. Hey, what? As I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It took a British film star, or filmmaker, and like a British. Uh, Irish, Australian, I don't remember what he actually is, I think he's a British, um, actor to pour, to pull off one of the best Batman movies. Yeah. It, it took it took people not from America to make one of the best Batman movies. Um, I I liked... Okay, so I don't like the change of... of so, and this is from coming from the comics. Mm-hmm. So, like, Mystique in the comics was always somebody who wasn't good, mm-hmm. but she wasn't always bad. Um... Like, she, she had her own agenda. Right. Like, she didn't follow Magneto all the time. She had her own thing. Um, and, and I think that, that, you know, when Jennifer Lawrence, in the first movie she was in, First Class, she wasn't, she was a big name, but she wasn't as big as she is right now. Mm-hmm. I think as she became bigger, it's like, well, we can't have her be bad. We can't have her kind of do these things because i mean really i mean 
as a leader, she was good in the comics and all that, but she's not like super powerful. She can change shape. Right. Right. But she doesn't really have much more power than that. Um, and I think, you know, and so she's the big hero for all these young mutants. Right. Um, in the comic, she's actually the mother of Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So I don't think that'll work now. No. Well, I mean, see, like, I, I, go, I continuously go back to the concept of, like, well, I'm still looking at these movies as prequels to the original X-Men 3 movies. And, well first two i should say then yeah because the uh, third one was makes sense. well it does third one was eliminated out. yeah it's written out but and like i understand like this is a different timeline so stuff that could have happened in the first two films that's don't necessarily it doesn't necessarily happen anymore like the mystique's character in the 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 first two yeah she was in the second one too yes she was um in those first two like she's a very different character than the way jennifer lawrence is they're, the way that they're playing her up now, yeah. I don't see in the next 10 years, because we were in the early 80s for this one, and, uh, well, actually, no, sorry, for the next 20 years, because X-Men was, like, in the near future, so it was supposed to be, like, 2020, so we still have, like, another 30-year gap between, between this X-Men movie and, technically, the first X-Men film. I still just, I have a hard time buying that she's going to become that she's going to become the Rebecca yeah. main Stamos mystique. It yeah. doesn't feel like that's where her character's going. It's, it's definitely something that um, now they have a better actress. They're giving her a lot more lines and a lot more to do in the movies than Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. Who, was, who was just for looks. Really. Yeah. And, and, and she did that well. Oh, she did that excellently. Trust I mean, me. She, 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 she had her roll down. <laughs> um, but, you know, they, they still, you know, for the most part, decide not to put Mystique in clothes, which I think yeah. that's a kind of a weird mistake. Yeah. Well, but in this one, she's barely Mystique in it. True. And when she True. is, she's only in it as Mystique for about, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. And then at the end, she does have an outfit while she's Mystique, which is also a nice nod to her actual costume. And yeah, the, yeah, it's it's the color it's the color scheme and the, well they all are wearing kind of their yeah. their actual costumes from the con well yeah to a degree it's still the Brian Singer leather jumpsuits but they're done in styled of their costumes in the movies or in the comics. All right, so any before we get to ratings, anything else you want to bring up that you liked or didn't like about the film? We kind of hit everything between what you were saying and what I was talking about for the film. I I. I it, yeah. No, there's nope. nothing else. I, I don't really have anything else that I'm strongly against because, like I said, I didn't know the storyline. I didn't know what was going to happen. I'm, I can't compare it to anything else. So I, I do want to say this. Mm -hmm. um, so the four of us went on a car ride, went to the mall, and had some fun. <laughs> and the moment shit looks like it's going to go bad, hey, let's not tell Jubilee to hide back here with us. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of did just... She just was there for... It, it looked like... And I, I, I think originally she was supposed to be more important in it, yeah. but she just, like, she, through the editing... They just kind of removed her. Right. Because she was there, and she was hanging out with them. They looked like they're all good buddies. And then she wasn't. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I I completely missed that. Yeah. I missed that she was not part of the rest of the film. It's like, Gene's like, well, this guy teleports, and this guy's got some... Ruby glasses. It's like, what do you do, Jubilee? 
So scream, right? No fireworks. Fireworks. That's what it was. I am upset. Like I did not see the Dazzler. I was hoping to see the Dazzler. There were rumors that Taylor Swift was in this as the Dazzler. Really? And maybe that part was cut out as well. We'll wait for the road cut. I mean, right, Dazzler cut right? uh, of this movie when that comes out next so, year. All right. Oh so overall, God. what would you what would you rate this? Like, so coming in, you said a seven. Yep. Now, and that is just that is my general movie scale, not comparing it to other movies that we have seen. That's fine. Um, I don't know. Like, I I'm still I'm still I'm still there. I'm still pretty much right where I kind of thought I was going to be at. I'd be at about a seven still. I'm going to give it an, an, an... I'll be a lower seven. I think I was a little more on a higher seven because there was still a couple things that bugged me about the movie. Just little things. And it's all it's all filmmaking and storyline-wise. It has nothing to do with the actual story of, of, of the film as a whole. It's just technically... It's more Brian, Brian Singer. Yeah. it's it's And it's a lot more Hollywood I, tropes and crap like that that I just don't care for anymore. But I wonder if it wasn't for the director of Batman Superman... Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, 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 Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. I, I wonder if it wasn't for Zack Snyder, if Brian Singer would be taking more crap. Possibly. You know, just because I anything that he's directed for the bat for the X Men franchise, mm-hmm. personally, I wouldn't give like higher than like a six. Okay. For me, with that being like X Men Two. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't think he embraces the story very well. It's it's something where when X Men Three came out and it was so bad that Fox was like, okay, we got to do something. They got Matthew Vaughn nailed it out of the park with First Class, and then went back to Brian Singer for whatever reason. Yeah, well, my guess is that well, they didn't intend on going back to him, but now they're stuck well, with Matthew him, Vaughn just like left. Zack Schneider is yeah, stuck exactly. with DC. They're like, well, he did well for the first couple, so we'll bring him back. He he yeah. at least knows this world. The other thing I have to argue, though, is that, like, how many times does it come down to the writing of the script? Oh, I... You know, like, and I'm not trying to defend Brian Singer by all means. I feel like the man made well, a good movie, and that was the mid-90s with The Usual Suspects. That's it. Yeah. But it's, it's, like, a lot of times when it comes down to how good a movie, or how good or bad a movie is, it's it's 50% the director, and it's, like, 40% the writing. And then the other 10% is the acting. Because the acting can't, but then... <sighs> well, where, where where's the editing, then? Because well, you can completely change a story by editing it. Yes, true. But also it depends upon how much the director's involved okay. with the editing. So you got 50% <laughs> for directing, 40% writing, 10% acting, 30% editing. Okay. And like maybe another 25 of acting is a separate acting entry. Just right. you know, throwing that well, out there. What about casting? Well, casting, you know, whatever. They get, they get whoever they can get. Uh, that could be like 22%. Okay. So okay. we're still getting like a good like 262 right now for okay. percentages total. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's 26% higher than normal. I know, right? So, so for me, I'm going to give this, um, I'm going to give this a five. Okay. Like again, I, I thought the, I thought it was slow at first. I thought it was very, very slow at first. Um, you know, I, I think that they, 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 you know, instead of having the one funny Quicksilver scene, mm-hmm. now you have a couple of them. Yeah. Because they knew that people loved that for the first time. So let's yeah. have more of that. Um, you know, they still didn't introduce Scarlet Witch. Okay. I thought they were. I thought I thought before his daughter was killed, I thought I thought the, the daughter in there was like a witch, like a Scarlet Witch was going to turn into her. Mm-hmm. Although we saw 
a daughter in the house in, in, um, in the last film when, uh, Evan Peters Quicksilver was, uh, was sitting there watching the news. His younger sister was in front of him in red. That's right. So I don't, I don't even remember that. <laughs> That's why I'm here. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it more than Batman Superman. Yes. I will say that as well. I liked it a lot um, more than Batman versus Superman as a whole. I like yeah, it much better. It's a much stronger story. Um, the treatment of the characters was better and all that, but it's, it's, it's nowhere near where Captain America is and what Marvel is doing. I think they, and maybe it's Kevin Feige. I don't know, but somebody at Marvel knows exactly what they're doing and they're doing it well. They're nailing it They're They haven't failed yet. Right. Thor has probably been the worst movies yet. And you know, when you, some would say Iron Man too, but. See, I don't even think Iron Man 2 is that bad of a film. But that's the thing. Like, you compare it to other... You compare it to, like, Batman vs. Superman. Batman vs. Superman is just a piece of crap compared Here, to I have, Here, I have your ten favorite foods in front of you. Which one do you like the least? Yeah. I mean, you like them all. Yeah. But you oh, need yeah. to pick one you that's the worst. One. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, Mar- you know, and, and, yeah, I mean, could, could that be made that, that either the Thor movies or Iron Man 2 are better than this X-Men movie? I feel, yeah. And I feel like Thor 2 was better than Thor 1. Yeah. That's a completely different topic. Though. Right. But, yeah, even the Thor movies were better. Well, I, I don't know. I, it's so hard, though. It's so hard because it's subject matter. It's it's There's a lot of different elements behind it. And I know 90% of the problems with this film, with this X-Men movie, is because it's Fox. Yeah. It's because yep. it's not Marvel completely in control with their film. Right. With their, with their material. All right, so let's wrap this up. Okay. And I will say that if you enjoy listening to us, look for a franchise smanchise. Yes. Uh, we are about to talk about Police Academy 4. Yes, we are. That's- uh, we had three previous ones that we've already reviewed yep. that you can listen to, plus yep. all the Die Hard series. You yes. can listen to all that on Google Play and on iTunes, and you can find it on Facebook. Indeed. Facebook.com slash Frenchman. There you go. Uh, so you can find us there. Uh, obviously, you can find us on the Rewatchman. Uh, you can find us on a lot of places. So ghosthat.net, um, on, on the YouTube as well. So, uh, yes, we are infamous. We, we are many famouses. So, all right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Uh, thank you, TC, for editing this all together um, and making us sound good, giving us more deep baritone voice, make my, me sound like Benedict Cumberbatch. And they Jeff look like you're gonna be Martin Freeman. You're Martin Freeman. You're the intern. You're the intern. So I'm Bilbo and I'm Watson. You're also Tim from The Office. And Tim. Yep. Damn it. Yep. Yep. Well, I'll take it. Martin Freeman. Yep. Here. <laughs> now put on your Robin outfit. Now do it again. Yes. You know I like to cosplay this way. It's the red one with the yellow underwear. It is. It's not the Batman and Robin one. Nope. Oh, sorry. I only have his underoos. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs>